So welcome to the Upping Your Elvis podcast. Uh, we have been challenging ourselves with energy experiments for the last few years, trying things out to see what helps us get our energy right. And we have been uh, really enjoying the latest energy experiment where we have been engaging and embracing with what could be one of the most significant energy experiments for many people on the planet. That is reducing our working week just down to four days. Um, and we've been having some great times doing that. We've been guided by the mighty Joe, who is on with us today. Joe, uh, can you introduce yourself and what it is you get up to? Hi, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm Joe Royal. I'm director of the Four Day Week campaign. We're campaigning across the UK for a four-day, 32-hour working week with no loss of pay for workers, crucially. Uh, so it's a long road to, to winning that across the economy for everyone, but it's great to see companies and organizations just getting on with it and starting to do it after the COVID pandemic. So I'm really interested to hear how it's how it's gone for you guys. Yeah, great. Well, look, we, we've we've had, um, as ever, we've had a rich experience with this one. And um, and it's been a really interesting one for, for us, I think, because obviously we're all about energy. And obviously it's all about managing energy rather than your time in our approach. And therefore, we were, re we were really kind of intrigued as to how this would work, because this is about being smarter about how you show up your talents and use it and what counts. And you make sure you get your life in balance. And that's going to be something we're excited by. So so delighted to have you on today, Joe. Um, and, um, and I've obviously got Jim Lusty here, um, the, the partner at Pure Elvis, who's been engaged here. So, Jim, how's it been for you? Uh, I, I've really enjoyed it, actually. I mean, what's not to like about working less, quite frankly? <laughs> um, I've got to be honest, in August, I had two weeks holidays. So I was practicing uh, the zero-day week rather than the four-day week. And I'm a big fan of that as well, just to be clear. <laughs> and my energy was really good for that. But then, obviously... Um, Coming back to this experiment and the four-day week, uh, it was, obviously, I've got kids, so um, having more time. We, so we did the Friday, so um, basically finishing up on a Thursday afternoon and having, you know, three full days for your weekend meant we could just do more meaningful things together. And obviously, that has a massive impact on, on my energy and the family unit, so... I mean, that was fantastic. I was expecting that. But actually, uh, a three-day weekend feels like a really, really long time. So, that, you know, so it, it really amplifies it. So, so that was great. Um, I guess what I also really enjoyed about it, uh, or what I got real value from, was um, it gets you more disciplined on how you use your time. Because actually, you've got less time. <laughs> and so you've got to get really focused. And this is a big thing for your Elvis as well, on what your big thing is for the week and, and getting really disciplined about how you manage your time and your energy so that you're doing the stuff that really counts. And, you know, we, uh, we preach that and sometimes I practice it. And actually, this really forced me to practice that and get really disciplined around that. Um, and that was really good. And actually, as a result, I've got much clearer in these last two weeks about what is important and uh, and where to sort of challenge my my talents, my skills. So that was all really good stuff. I, I think the challenge for me is I feel guilty if I take a day off, you know, a four day week when I could be working on another day. And I know other clients of mine are working on that day. So there's a bit of guilt there. Um I work from home, so the boundaries between work, turning it off and turning it on, 
I think are harder. And actually, mm. if you're a bit lazy, it's very easy to fill in that day you're not supposed to work. So there's some discipline to that, which I haven't, I got, haven't actually mastered yet. Maybe lock my computer away. I don't know. And then the other thing, my other insight, which is more about me, is that I've realized I'm quite a slow worker. <laughs> so um, I often don't have the answer straight away. And um, I like to think I like and, and iterate as I go. And that's actually something I've become more insightful about, which is I think I do better work when I work more slowly. And actually the four day week means that I have to speed that process up a little bit. But um, that's just that's just me. That's just me. So I'd say wow. uh, overall, a, a really good uh, energy experiment, actually very different to a lot of the ones we've done. Mm. And actually quite a nice few insights that have come out of that as well, all of which obviously impact my energy. Wonderful. Well, look, I'm, look, what I'm hearing is positive, something that you want to carry on with. I mean, I'm getting that very clearly. But there's a lot of insights in there to unpack. Um, what was yeah, your oh, reaction yeah. there, there, Joe? It's interesting because, um, you know, I've heard some of that before. Um, and I think it is, you know, I think it is quite a sort of shock to the system at first to have that extra day to yourself to do whatever you want, you know, whether that's just resting, catching up on the week or, or doing something more adventurous, going out and seeing a friend or... I don't know, having the, taking some time to go get a massage, whatever it is. Oh, um, my God, Jay. If it was all of those things, it, it, when you've got two kids under seven, it's just more kid time. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the massage and me going off and seeing a friend. And I'll, <laughs> I'll tie that into the next time I, I do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Friday's me time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of people do, do have that as me time. But I mean, I think I'm sure your kids would probably probably pretty happy to have spent more time with you. So that's got to be a positive I think they are anyway. Because, um, you know, when you, when you think about the bigger picture to it, you know, it has, it was about a hundred years ago that we moved from a six day week to a five day week, which, you know, was a, you know, the kind of nine to five, five day working week as we know it, which is still the normal way of working, was, was actually designed for, you know, an agricultural kind of, you know, industrial economy of the time and so the world of work has completely transformed since then but but yet we're still tied to this very old way of working which you know as far as i can see there's no real good reason to, to do that so we you know from our point of view from the campaigning perspective you know we do think we're long overdue an update to working hours we do think it's about time we talk about reducing hours and yeah you know the balance doesn't seem right for many people you know if you think about on a more serious note, you know, the kind of mental health issues, stress, overwork that are caused by the amount that we do work. And we are addicted to work in the UK and you know, we work some of the longest hours in Europe. Mm. Um, and we just think, you know, the four day week isn't even a particularly radical idea. You know, we think we're just, we're just simply calling for one day more free time, leisure time. Think about all the productivity gained in the last 30 years. Even just the fact that we're all on smartphones now, you know, we email each other constantly, 24 seven. Uh, none of that's really been passed on to workers in terms of more free leisure time. And we think, you know, four days out of seven is about right in terms of balance, whereas five is too far in the other direction. And it's interesting. I, wonder, I do also wonder if it's a generational thing. So it, it does seem like my generation, generation below me, don't seem to want to have their lives defined by work so much in the same way as maybe their parents or their grandparents' generation. Yeah. I do think it's a shifting change generationally as well. Yeah, I, look, I, and I, I agree. And I, I really like your um, the way that you pointed out that this is just is deeply attitudinal, right? So it was a six-day week. We, we'd, we'd have the, you know, the Sunday off. That was our day of rest. And that was what we're very used to. We, we changed that, you know, because of the way we're working, you know, into, into industry. 
Um, and and it's, it's a relatively arbitrary number, five. And therefore, you know, it's a similar switch to four. And, and what, what's interesting from what Jim was saying is that there was a guilt attached. And yet we're not guilty about having our weekend off. But we're <laughs> yeah. guilty about having an extra day in the week. And it, it's, a, it's an arbitrary day anyway. But it, there's so much attitudinal stuff, I think, to overcome to make it work. And, and interestingly, you, you know, what Jim was saying about focus, you know, we're focused enough to have two days off. We just need to just sharpen that slightly to have three, right? It's not a massive difference. It's just about, again, having some discipline. But it is a very different mindset. And therefore, what we've got to do is we've got to adjust to that. And these things just take a bit of time. And, and generationally, we are in different places, I think. You know, mm-hmm. my parents always did a five-day week. I've never seen anything different from them. So did their parents, you know. And therefore, it's very much set in my kind of way of being. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it doesn't have to be that way. That's what I like about this because I think – I think actually it's, it's a particularly interesting time because I think COVID has thrown everything in the air. And actually, we're asking questions we weren't asking before, and this is a relatively fundamental, but but relatively simple one as to you know you know what is my relationship with time, what is my relationship with work, and how do I make it work better for us? And actually, by answering that question, I think we can all be happier. We can have better well-being, and actually, from what I understand from the research, we may even become more productive, Joe. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, you know, you know, all the evidence does show that we are, you know, workers are more productive over less hours. And if you look at some of our European neighbours, France, Germany, you know, they work less hours over kind of full time hours over a week, but are much more productive. Uh, there's a there's a kind of, I think I read it in the Financial Times. There's a thing that workers in France have done all the work um, that we would have got done in England by about Thursday or something. You know, they're just much more productive. Um, but I think on the kind of adjusting, and I, and I guess the, the thing that Jim was saying about guilt, you know, obviously we're a long way off, you know, the whole economy moving to a four-day week. But perhaps when that happens, you'll feel less guilty if everyone else has got the day off. You know, like, no one feels guilty on the bank holiday, do they? Because it's kind of given right that's been won over generations. And, you know, we hope, we do hope that, and, and to be honest, have, you know, confidence that there is more of an inevitability now around the need to move towards shorter work, working hours. We think about new technology, automation, you know, there is going to be a diminishing amount of work available. So the one one answer to that is, is to work less and share the, the existing work more equally. Um, we do normally recommend on these trials that, that, that companies and organisations take at least three months to try it because there is that period of adjustment. You know, I, yeah. I've seen it in my own work, you know, where, yeah, it takes a bit of getting used to, but actually now I'm so used to it that I will just, you know, make sure my work is done by that Thursday evening, whatever the case. So sometimes that may mean working really hard on a Thursday and perhaps more hard than I would do normally under a five day. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but I'm happy to do that to get that extra day off, you know? No, I get that. And, and look, I, if we're absolutely honest, how many people really work hard on a Friday afternoon anyway? You know, if we're honest about it, most people are bunking off. I hardly get any emails on a Friday afternoon. So, so actually, if you were to accelerate a bit harder into your Thursday um, and actually make sure you really finish things, then it's only a morning that's, that's probably the difference. Yeah. So it's not that much, I think. And, um, and you know, we, we always kind of, we, we, whatever time we've got, we kind of fill it, don't we? So if we say we've got five days, we'll find things to do for five days. And, and I, I don't know anyone who has enough time to do all their work. It doesn't matter how many days they've got. They won't be able to do everything they need to do. So there is a cutoff at some point that you have to decide on. And whether that cutoff is five or four, again, it's pretty arbitrary, isn't it? So, again, it's just, it's just you know, getting a bit more disciplined about it. And it, 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 I was interested, Jim, that you, um, you were a fan of making a longer weekend because that just felt 
like it was more restorative. Is that kind of where you're at? Uh, what you mean rather than taking it at another point in the week? Yeah, and, and the reason I say that is I've, I've, I've got an expert consumer on this one, my wife. So my wife has been working four days for, for some time now, and she used to do Fridays, but now, cunningly, she has moved them to a Wednesday, and she loves it because what, what happens is on a Friday – you know, it, 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 it seems to kind of merge a bit into the weekend. And the next thing you know, you're doing a few kind of errands and stuff. On a Monday, she tends to find it's all for her. Because on a Monday, you know, she does the stuff she wants to do for her. And it splits her week differently. And I, again, we're all different. We tune differently to our energy. But that's what she enjoyed. And I, and I just noticed that the way you were describing the benefit Friday was it just really elongated that weekend. So it well, felt I, quite special. Well, you know what? That's another nice thing to experiment with. I mean, yeah. I've done it, you know. Let, do it on the Friday, and it's great because it extends your weekend. I'm all out. I'm all up for experimenting with the Wednesday as well. That sounds great. I mean, not as well, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I week very yeah. quickly, and then the Thursday, you know, disappear. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so Anna, your wife does Wednesdays, does she? She does Wednesdays. Yeah, and she 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 really loves it because yeah. she yeah. finds she yeah, has that a better work, yeah. quality of time for her. Interesting. Yeah. How how yeah. is the experiment for you, Christoph? So how's it been for me? So I'd so I've really enjoyed it. I've, I actually did two Wednesdays and two Fridays. So I, I experimented with it. The Wednesdays were very different to the Fridays to me. It, the, the Fridays felt like I was sliding into the weekend a little bit quicker. The Wednesday felt like it was a proper treat because I would ordinarily, that would be a very big work day. So actually there was something quite different about it. And therefore I was a lot more deliberate about how I used my Wednesday Whereas on my Friday, I was a little bit more relaxed. And again, this is all attitudinal stuff, but but actually I did notice there was a difference. The beauty of the Friday was I did have more time away. So I think I probably came back more rested. On the Wednesday, I'd probably say I was more stimulated because I did things that were a bit more for me. So mm -hmm. there, there was a bit of a different nuance to it. Um, but what, what I found really, really interesting was that, you know, in, in our world and what we do, now, there are some times we have to work seven days, you know, because we just got that's the way our workflow is. And I do it very willingly. Um, uh, and, I, and I think there are certain times that I need to work so I can relax, you know, because there are things to do. And if I don't do it, I won't actually have a good time relaxing. So, so what I noticed was when I was working four days, there were a couple of times I went a little bit longer into an evening. But you know what? I loved it. I felt really good about it. When I was free, I was then totally free. And therefore, I had to work a little bit harder to make sure the space happened. But then the space was actually almost worth more to me, if that makes sense. So, so what I've noticed is that one hour does not equal another hour. There's a different quality of hours in my time. And, and I have to earn them in different ways. And at different times of the week, they're different. And I wasn't really aware of that before. So I found that this experiment was brilliant for getting awareness that time has very different qualities depending on how you play with it. So I, I found that invaluable. But most of my game was about my head. It's not about the reality. It's about the way I think, which, which was fascinating. Yeah. And actually what you're saying there is you're, you were being more deliberate of your time off. <laughs> actually, oh, yeah. I, didn't give, I didn't give my time off much thought. <laughs> mm. I just rolled into it. But actually, you know, your Wednesday makes you more deliberate about what you do. Yeah. But especially is I don't have friends to play with on Wednesday. You know, on a Friday afternoon, I can always find somebody to do something with. We're fishing. You know, there's always somebody on a Friday afternoon. Wednesday? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Nobody to play with. And therefore, I got very deliberate about what I needed. And, and, and I wasn't just doing chores and stuff. I was thinking about me, which, again, there's a different nuance to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've found, we found that, that most, most, you know, most workers 
that have already moved to a four-day week family, you know, they really value their day off and really do in that sort of deliberate sense really plan what they're going to do. Whether that, you know, even though that's a plan to do nothing, it's just sort of make sure they get that time. But it, yeah. and it, it does seem to be a real mix, actually, you know, and, that, and that's interesting. We're running this pilot at the moment with um, 70 companies, over 3,300 works. It's actually the biggest, biggest pilot of the four-day week in the world, taking part of the moment with three months in. And it is a real mix of days, but it's not just everyone having Friday off. And in fact, in some organizations, they're, they're rotating different departments. So some, some departments may all have Fridays off. Others, you know, let's say they've got a more customer-facing department, mm. uh, they will rotate their days off. Some might have Wednesday, some might have Tuesday, some might have Thursday, just to ensure the kind of coverage, which recognizes, you know, that they're, they're moving to the four-day week in a world that is still largely dominated by the five-day week. So it's keeping that flexibility to do whatever's best. It, it obviously does tend to be Fridays and Mondays which are most popular because people want the three-day weekend. But then it is it is Wednesday quite, quite close behind Monday as well. So people do like that middle-of-the-week break too. Interesting. So when are the results out for that, Joe? Because it sounds like a fascinating study. So it should be early next year. It'll be six months okay. at, the end, at the end of November. Uh, which we, at the moment, we're just debating whether to release some of the early three-month uh, sort of halfway point data and um, we're going to see about that and then and then yeah there'll be a kind of big announcement to the media kind of early next year and it's looking looking overwhelmingly positive so far just sort of anecdotal brilliant well look, i mean I, you know it all makes sense to me i, I think um with, with anything that you want to shift that's as significant and as embedded as a five-day week you've got to get the data right so it's mm-hmm. great that you're doing a robust study because then people will pay attention to it and then, I, and then i'm hoping that people will be you know as positive about experimenting as we've been because it's certainly something that we've, we've got to benefit from and and i, I think um one of the things that I, was, I was quite struck by is obviously i've had quite an interesting personal experience of it we've got quite a bit of flexible working in our, in our business already so some people are already set up to do actually probably three-day weeks um, is probably most common actually in our business. But um, but what, I, what it struck me was that actually to make it work, there's a leadership role, isn't there? Because, because actually if the leaders don't lead for this properly, it's all over, right? If you're not role modeling it, if you're not communicating it, if you're not supporting people in helping them get more focused on their time, then I think it's, it, you know, the culture will never really embrace it, will they? So are, are, there, any, are there any obvious top tips that you've got on that? If, if there's somebody listening and they go, I'd like to try that with my team and my mm-hmm. business. As a leader making it happen, what, what do you think are the things they've got to make sure, you know, are, are, are part of their daily practice and their behavior? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely one of them, you know, is ensuring that you're taking part in it just as much as the rest of the staff team. There is one organization we worked with where kind of it was seemed to be working pretty seamlessly for the rest of the organization, but the manager, the boss was kind of still doing five or even six days a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just set the wrong tone for the rest of the organization, you know, and, and the whole point is about, you know, ending this kind of culture where you just kind of, you know, sit bums on seats rather than actually getting the work done, you know, and I think if, 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 if managers are setting that example where it's expected to work above and beyond kind of normal hours, it just does set a bad, bad example. But um, other than that, sort of more general advice is to, you know, is to actually just really consult with, with the staff team and employees beforehand, you know, don't kind of bring it in overnight without any planning, you know, make sure that people's dreams and fears are listened to beforehand. And, and also to, to think about where, Productivity can be streamlined to a four-day week. So some of that will be, you know, reducing meeting times. It's very common for there to be meetings about a meeting about a meeting at some organisation. Sure. Reducing that, looking at where you know work 
maybe, you know, if you've got him, the most common concern is that, as you kind of touched upon earlier, workers saying, well, I can't, can't get, I'm struggling to get the amount of work done anyway in five days, how am I going to get it done in four? You know, that's a problem in and of itself. So looking at where work can be, uh, you know, shared more equally across the team, you know, why is it falling disproportionately on some members rather than others? And thinking about ways in which the board we can, you know, can improve the kind of overall working practice at an organisation. Um, just to, you know, follow the evidence, really, you know. And I guess firstly, to, to think about why you're actually doing it, you know, is it, you know, is it to to improve employers' well-being? That's good enough in itself for us, really. Um, but obviously, you know, people want to keep productivity the same or, 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 or even better. In some cases, we've found companies are actually productivity has gone up. So it's not just maintain the level of productivity, actually, you know, improve yeah, yeah. getting more done in four days rather than five. Is that the goal? For, for many, it's the COVID pandemic, and this seems to be the number one reason at the moment, it's just simply to hold on to staff, to retain staff, you know. Yeah, yeah. COVID pandemic's put, put some focus on people's lives and people are look, looking for different different working arrangements, I think more, more flexibility, uh, you know, four-day weeks are, are very, very popular and organisations are having to embrace it just to hold on to staff. So I've got to think yeah. about the reason why you're doing it as well. Yeah, no, I think that's super clear. And, and actually, there, there is a, a very clear relationship, isn't there, between well-being and productivity. And this is another example of where they actually work really well. So, look, Jim, Jim, um, your headlines then. You, you've done the experiment. You've embraced it. I, just, I just love. Your I just, I just love challenging the, the cult, you know, cultural norms. I mean, you know, we run workshops and we'll take the table out of a room and people. It's enough for them to go into meltdown because they can't compute it. So take, taking a whole day out of the week, you know, there's some stimulus and some energy there, which I love. Um, and actually, and for me, I got loads of energy out of it. And um, our business can't, I mean, for instance, the next, this month, we're working every single day just because that's the way we're set up. But it's definitely sharpened me about how we do spend our time. And it's helped me think about how I practice what I preach a little bit more about focusing uh, on, you know, the big thing and managing my time accordingly. And I think when we go back to not billing as much as we're billing now, Christoph, yeah, then it's crazy. I think that's a really, a really smart thing for us to think about how we, uh, how, how we work into the upping your Elvis sort of, um, ways of working as well as when we talk to clients you know a big thing for us is uh, you know time and energy so we'll definitely reference this a lot going forward about our relationship with time and how we use it yeah yeah so i've loved it thank you and i'm really looking forward to hearing uh or seeing the the data that comes out of this at the start of next year yeah Yeah. we'll make sure we'll make sure we share that with you i'm sure it'll be in the news as well to look up that yeah. Yeah. Well, we, I, I'm sure everyone listening to this will be um, wait, wait, waiting for a bated breath because you know any any bit of data that will just back up what we feel to be right, which is actually we can manage our time and our energy differently for the better. Um, I, I think can just help us with that argument. So, so Joe, um, any any last top tips for listeners on how to embrace a four day week and make it work well for them? Well, I think that you know there were some tips there for the bosses and. Um, employers in terms of how to go about doing this. I think we've also got to recognise that, you know, in all cases, bosses probably aren't just going to hand this down to workers. So we do need to have a bit of, you know, worker power here and getting together and demanding this, um, you know, 
we didn't win the weekend by asking bosses to give us the weekend. You know, it was fought for through trade unions. And so I do think the trade unions will, will have to be a part of this, you know, if we're talking about societal change towards a shorter working week. And so we'd always, yeah, recommend colleagues, you know, looking at if they're not unionised already, looking at whether they can, you know, unionise their workplace. If not, it could just be as simple as setting up a WhatsApp group, you know, seeing, seeing if this is something that colleagues will support trying to get the support of line managers and making them making the case to management, you know, this is, uh, you know, in a, in a unified way as possible, uh, you know, showing that you've done the research, you know, showing that it's not going to damage the, the company in any sort of way. And it's going to be a good thing for the company and definitely a good thing for the workers' well-being. And yeah, we really want to see not just companies adopting this, we want to see workers demanding this more and more too. Yeah, and I, I guess, you know, if I was talking to one of our clients about it, and well, they will be asking us about this, I am sure, I'd encourage them to do what you've just done, which is basically set up a three-month experiment. Try it out and see how that works for you, because some things will be easy and some things will be hard. But, you know, once you get into it, I think you can overcome the challenges relatively quickly when you tune into the benefits. So I'd make it real, have a play with it, and see what it does for, for everyone around you. Yeah, exactly. Give it a go, you know. If it doesn't work out, you don't just stick with it. But give it a go, at least three months. See what happens. Yeah. Well, look, Joe, look, thank you so much for supporting us in our experiment. You have definitely put a smile on our face and spring us that we, uh, we've really enjoyed it and we will certainly be making sure that we are playing with our time and our energy in a very different way as a result. Um, and, and we'll be encouraging our clients to do the same because I think, you know, this has broad, broad um, benefit as far as productivity as well-being. And is living life just a little bit more fully, which is what we can we can only encourage. So thank you, Joe. Good luck with those experiments. Can't wait to see the results. And uh, I'm sure we'll play another day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Cheers, Joe.